Okay, so next episode of Conversations on Social Media for a New Age is with uh, Mr. Jamie Barnwell, who is a athletics director and international rugby coach. And uh, Jamie has been very actually instrumental in helping me um, get into the zone with some of my content creation. I know I'm like the social media angel, but I have had my struggles at times. And Jamie's used some of his sports coaching methods with me to help me get through some of my blocks. So when I told him I was doing this podcast, he was like, let's get on and have a chat. So yeah, Jay, tell us a little bit about you. About me, um, well, I uh, I am from an independent school background, and uh, yeah, and, and and have always been involved in sports and drama, etc. But now I spend a lot of my time um, really leading sports departments, um, strategizing uh, how to bring, I guess, putting together. A philosophy of, of, of uh, athletics and sports in a school together and really it's all based around this idea of you know creating and facilitating what I would say would be a positive character building experience for students but every part of my day involves learning that's that's yeah. pretty much yeah. what it involves and when this is why I thought it was really good for us to chat and share with my community because social media has become a place of learning. It's become a space where people share their ideas, they're teaching their ideas, but a lot of people haven't had formal teaching training or coaching training. And there is quite a free-for-all when it comes for social media, but there's, there's also uh, an element of team building and community building so I feel like there's a, a ton of crossover with sports and with what you do and it's just one example so we were talking this morning and I was telling you that I was feeling a bit blocked around my writing about writing the book and so you gave me a little it was like an acronym and there was something to do with consistency in there and consistency is a huge piece for a lot of my clients, like consistency is something that a lot of people struggle with and to be visible on social media, you need to be consistent with that visibility. So you need to be consistent with your content creation, much like getting fit <laughs> and doing sports. So I'd love you to share that with us. Yeah, well, we, we were basically talking about, because you've got a little bit of writer's block at the minute, right? Yeah. And I was saying that that was where, I was saying, well, that's a completely normal thing. That's why it's called writer's block, right? But I was just, do you know what? But actually, after talking about that, it got me thinking about something else. Because if for writing is, it's, it's, it's a higher order thinking skill because it's creative. So when you are writing stuff down, you're being creative, right? And... I mean, it doesn't matter whether it's, I mean, some people say you know, teachers and coaches, there's a big difference. For me, I don't see the big difference. They're the same teaching and coaching because it both involves learning. So I think for you, I was just thinking, well, it makes sense to me, writer's block, because in, in education and when we, when we construct learning in a classroom, 
we have these different layers and there's some there's a chap called Bloom which came up with a really good model. I don't know if you've ever heard of Bloom's taxonomy, have you ever heard of his model? Okay, right. So uh, the, the, this, he basically says that in, a, in any learning environment, there are, there are lower order and higher order skills, yeah. right? And so the, let's, say, let's say we are learning about something, let's say, um, the human heart, let's say, okay? Uh, the basic thinking skill would be just, um, would be listing, like the subject knowledge. So to know, if we're talking about how blood travels through the heart, so it might be, you know, well, this area is called the left atrium, this area is called the right atrium, this area is, um, is the vena cava, right? This is re- that's actually really, really easy. The subject knowledge is really, really easy. That's the, the, that doesn't require any thinking. It's almost just, you just, you know, you identify it really. Yeah. And then you go up. Then you have to ex- the ex- then there's the explanation part, which is a little bit higher up. So you go from some basic listening to explanation. So then you have to say, well, the vena cava um, is a vein and it allows blood to travel into the heart. Okay, great. So that's a little bit more advanced. It requires a little bit more thinking. And then you go up to the evaluative stage, which is now we're getting towards the top, and that's where you have to let's say to compare the differences between the vena cava and the aorta. Okay, so or the vein is something that brings blood into the heart, the aorta takes blood away from the heart, one is oxygenated, one is deoxygenated, there's still another level of thinking again. Yeah. And then the top order would be to be creative, and that's what you're dealing with in your book, you're having to write creatively, and yes. that is, uh, that's the higher order, the order thinking skill, so good, yeah. good, any good teacher or learner will, uh, will often try and get their students to be creative. Yeah, and and social media is all about being creative. I in 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 the world that I work in, I I would say there are the facts base, and there is the information there that people need to get across and learn. But where I'm working with my clients, I'm actually trying to push them much more into a creative space because I feel it's where we're in that creative space. That's when the content really connects. I mean, how is that with students? How do they, is there a different kind of performance level when they're getting into that creative state as to when they're just in that informational state? Well, yeah, you've got to think about how learning works. So if I put it to like to you writing your book, I bet I had to guess when you first started writing it, yeah, you were, if we had to think of it as a graph, I bet you were like this right up here initially, yeah? And then where are you now? You're somewhere in the middle or towards the end? In the middle. In the middle. Okay, so learning does this, and I guess as you're writing, you're still learning too, right? It's the same if it's your first book, if it's the first time you ride a bike, if it's the first time I'm doing anything, you will be learning as you go along, right? Playing the guitar, it doesn't matter. So learning, if you understand how learning works, you, you'll understand, I guess there's a relation to social media, how you write books, but so yeah. if you started your book, it would have been up here, right? Your, your amount of content was up here. You started off on this journey, loads and loads of content, like when you start off with a social media journey, right? You'd be yeah. really excited about it. And then, guess what happens? So, if that is an, if that's, it starts to drop down, down to here. And yeah. then, guess what happens at the end again? Then it will come back up. Oh. So, Hooray. yeah, so the, but the, the real challenge for, for people, I think, and especially for educators and teachers, so is what if you know that this is going to happen? Yeah. What, what do you do Ooh. when that happens? So, we, we, 
we this, we coin that in, in learning and coaching and teaching is you have to provide a, a Da Vinci moment. Ooh. Uh, so I call this the social media vortex of doom when everyone's been super enthusiastic, they've made tons of content, they da 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 da, da and then they hit that point where they're like, Ugh. so tell us, tell us about the Da Vinci moment. Well, I guess in, in, in a learning term, it's, it's, it's basically, I'll give a best approach to give you an example. So I know a, a very good history teacher who, you know, he knew the kids were actively engaged, a lot of learning at the beginning of the lesson. And of course, the, 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 then the, the engagement starts to dwindle away. And he would know this would happen and he would sleep off outside the classroom whilst the students are busy on the task. And in, let's say if it was an hour's lesson, so he'd sleep off at the half hour mark and he'd come back in dressed as Henry VIII and he would come back in he would act and be the part and as the kids are you know busy dwindling all of a sudden boom you've got something which is interesting again and something which is is different and actually that was his way of producing the Da Vinci moment it's like oh so I guess it's creating something which is outside the norm it surprises people um, mm. So this is really fascinating, not just from a content p p uh, creation aspect, but so the way that social media content travels or gets seen is based on engagement. So when somebody likes, comments, or shares a post, like Facebook and Instagram will go, ah, you like that, or your audience is liking that, we'll show that to even more people in your audience. There's like a, so, so some posts will travel far and some posts won't travel very far at all based on the engage, level of engagement that they get. So one of the patterns that I see is when a client or a page that I follow has adopted a certain strategy or even my own content, when you've adapted a certain strategy and you're doing the same week in, week out, your engagement levels will start to drop because your audience has started to kind of get used to you showing up with the same kind of content. Even though they really like you and they like what you're doing, there becomes that, that dip that you're talking about. And I love hearing about that because that makes total sense. So one of the things that I'm trying to work on at the moment is like, actually, well, what I've been doing is like pausing. I've been telling my clients, you know what, you can take a break for a bit so it's kind of like your teacher going out of the classroom and then come back with something maybe slightly different to kind of reinvigor and wake your audience back up so that's quite a nice little tip yeah absolutely it's the same as um, it's the same as the super bowl and adverts in the super bowl right so when do you think that the um what, what, uh, which part in the Super Bowl show, think of it as the beginning, the middle, or the end, where are the most expensive, if you're an advertising company and you want to buy an advert, when is it the most expensive to have the advert within the Super Bowl? Is it the beginning, uh, middle, or end? Probably beginning and end, maybe, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's the most engagement at the beginning and then the end. Same as learning, right? People, it's the same, they follow the same model. So guess what they do at half time in the Super Bowl? Very what famous. do they do? They have the Super Bowl show. Ah, yeah. Like Janet Jackson or it's somebody yeah. who's just yeah. the late. It's and it's the it's the big thing, and the reason that's there is to get people's engagement back up because they know the half time is the lull. Yeah. It's, people switch off, go get a coffee, and they do. So I don't know whatever. So what would be your, I mean, have you got any suggestions? So if I'm thinking engagement and we're putting strategies together and we've got these content plans, 
does that mean we take a break in the middle and then come back with something different or do we in terms of how people are learning or from us or engaging with us or should we do something you know like a in, like a show in the middle what are your thoughts um well taking i would say still stay on topic but do something different yeah. so take history teacher he didn't just come in and dress as henry the eighth Okay, and then just prance around, and the kids go, oh, because they're not learning anything. He's just, he just looks like an idiot in, in the eighth costume. <laughs> he took it, and what he did was he did something called hot seating. He sat yeah. at the front of the classroom, and he then said, okay, you know, um, students, who would like to ask me about, uh, you know, the Battle of Bosworth? And, and then so he would then, rel- or whatever it was about, you know, and the kids would then ask him, so they'd say, so, Henry the Eighth, um, how many wives did you have? He goes, oh, yes, well, you know, I had uh, seven wives. And he says, uh, and how many of them, you know, were beheaded? So they were asking him questions, yeah. but they were all still based around, they were on topic. So that yeah. is, back to your blues tattoo, that's the, the most creative aspect. It yeah. was kind of evaluative and creative, and it was getting people to apply their knowledge, but just in, in a higher Yeah. Yeah, and I guess, uh, so I'm just thinking around, we have so many tools now. Uh, I know you're not much of a, a social media person, but we've got Facebook Live, we've got Instagram Live, we've got Instagram Buddy Chat, we've got Zoom, which we, you can now, by the way, do Zooms as Facebook Lives. They've just, in the last two weeks, allowed you to hook that up. Um, and you've got your news feeds, you've got, you know, you've got filters. There's, there's so many things to play with now to be able to create that same, same, but different. Yeah. Hmm. Nice. I mean, yeah, there's, there's, yeah, um, yeah, like I said, I'm not a, a massive social media um, uh, entrepreneur. I, I get all my tips from you, so that's <laughs> But yeah, I guess in terms of, you know, social media, I always think it's, you know, we, we, have, a, we have a term in, in coaching, which is, is, is known as, is, is, or learning, it's known as metacognition learning. So it's, it's really what it means is thinking about thinking and knowing what you're good at and, what, yeah. and knowing what you need to know. Because, you know, one of the biggest faults of an educator is, um, you know, I'll give you an example. I once ran a, a lesson, and it was actually on uh, it was actually on um, on the heart. So it was using the same example. It was on the heart. I walked into the lesson, and it was all about um, how the blood, same thing, blood travels through the heart. And we, and at the end of this lesson, I planned it all. And, and you know, at the end of the lesson, they knew everything, and I was thought I was the best teacher in the world because I took them from what I thought. No knowledge, this was a few years back, but nothing. <laughs> so I'm like, they're amazing, they're amazing. Oh, I'm a fantastic educator, everything, they know, brilliant. And they remembered the information for months. Was, oh, God, they're really, really good. And um, anyway, I later found out that they'd actually been studying the human heart in biology for the past month. So they already knew, and I treated them <laughs> like a black canvas. So you have to establish what you know and what you don't know. And then, therefore, focus on what you don't know in order to improve. But I think with social media, I guess there's an aspect of knowing what you're really good at. What you know, if your thing's video, like do video. If you're not so good at audio, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, do audio. Like 
you know, but... Um, Do people yeah, I mean, learn in different ways? So one of the things that I've heard is that some people will learn better from the reading the written word, some people will learn better from watching a video, some will actually need to take it in in various which is why I do a lot of my content now is really mixed media. So there will be an audio podcast, there'll be little snippets of video, there'll be some written stuff. So that depending on how, because when you're talking social media, you've got a relatively big audience as well. You know, unless you really get to know your audience, you don't know their learning styles. And people probably don't even know their own learning styles. Absolutely not. That people don't know their own learning styles more for that, you know more often than not especially our generation would did we ever look and think did we ever reflect i'd say more of this generation i think teachers now dealing with those things and kids actually reflect on what kind of best but one thing i can say is um you know um we have a saying in teaching the more ways you teach the more people you reach the same. So the mm, I love that. That's good. That's going to become a meme, Jamie Barnwell. The more people, the more ways you teach, the more people you reach. That's right. Yeah. But one thing we all are, especially in the in the realms of you know sport, is everybody certainly is a kinesthetic learner. So there's evidence to say that if you're doing, you, you're going to be learning. Yeah. As opposed to just necessarily, you know, listening. Yes. Yes. And that was one of the reasons that I actually decided to switch my business model from doing social media for people to actually coaching or helping or, you know, consulting on helping people to do it for themselves. And I think particularly when we're talking social media for a new age, you, you know, the industry has changed so much. So we've gone from you know, we had the broadcast industry where we're used to just information being given to us. And so when social media came about, we kind of copied that. But it, it's changed so much, even, you know, in the last year, in the last 18 months. And, you know, it was always meant to be conversational because it's social media. But I just don't think there needs to be this element, and particularly in the space that I work in, of um, it being authentic and that can only come from the individuals talking to their audiences directly so it is about learning on on you know on the pitch so to speak you know if you think of our yeah platforms as pitches yeah yeah and you're gonna get and yeah if you look think of it like that you you know the more you do on you know the more you do with your platforms the better you're going to get at it like you don't become, we, we, again, to coin, we, we use a, a term called mastery learning, which is a really, you know, you're not going to become a master at it until you constantly repeat it. You know, you, know, you may, you may do, you may do the, the you know, the, the vocab test, you know, in French and get four out of 10 the first time you do it. But then a good educator will make you repeat to do it. I know it's boring, but sometimes you repeat to do it until you get six, so you get eight, and then you'll get 10 out of 10. And actually what you're seeing is you're seeing improvement, but you have to have patience that you will master it and you will yes. get good at it. But it may just, you know, it just takes time. Yeah, and that's one of my phrases. This isn't a sprint, it's a marathon with social media. And, you, you know, you've got to practice. I had this, I did a talk when I was in Bali called Yoga, Your Social Media, 
which was quite similar. It's like, you know, get on the mat and, and practice. Like, that's the way you're going to get strong and flexible in the same way you don't get on the yoga mat and expect to go straight into a headstand, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I guess, I guess as a, as a, um, as a parting thought as well, I mean, you're just going right back. You mentioned about writer's block. And I think I, and then and I said, you know, there's things that you can control and things you can't control, right? And we spoke about something. We spoke about the elm tree of mastery. Yeah. Right? You know, so the things you can control is your, is your effort, you know, your learning, and then, and then, you know, how you recover from making mistakes. So it's, you know, we all have fear of making mistakes. And I guess in social media, that's more than anything. You put a post out, you think, oh, no, you know what? Oh, I can't bring it back. But actually, you know, but in sports as well, that's such a big part of trying to deal with those anxieties of making mistakes. Um, you know, and, and just bringing yourself back to the moment and not worrying about it. Like some people have sayings, you know, just, just it's not about the mistake. It's then how you deal with what's next. And, um, but there's lots of different, like, you know, psychology things that people use. So some people have wristbands and stuff. So, like, whenever they feel that they're nervous or anxious because they made a mistake, they'll tweet the wristband mm. start pulling and so And mm. that is a, that's a way of saying, hey, just get back in and it's, it's gone. What's next? Yeah. Yeah, and there's that, do you remember the tapping? We were talking about EFT and the tapping on the side of the, yeah, which I saw at the Olympics. There was one of the swimmers was doing this before and then he won gold, yeah. Yeah. Of course, we all get our anxiety as we're all humans, but it's about how you deal with it. I was just saying the All Blacks have the same kind of thing. You know, they, they talk about having blue heads in moments of, of real pressure. Right. Yeah. I know whenever I'm in just posting something on my Instagram I'm like, oh no. <laughs> you are not alone. <laughs> yeah, but... Oh well thank you so much for this and Fantastic. for sharing your insight. Yeah. Really well, good. I hope it helps somebody to more than anything it's about just being reflective, isn't it? It's reflective and some people take some things from it, yeah. and it's not, but it's a process, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it is. Wonderful. Thank you. And if you'd like to find out more about social media for a new age, support me in writing the book. Come join uh, a soul circle where we meet once a month on Zoom and have a chat about all these different things. You can find me on patreon.com forward slash social media angel. Basically, you can find me anywhere at Social Media Angel, whether that's uh, on Instagram, on Facebook, or my website, socialmediaangel.love. I'm also doing one-to-one -one coaching sessions and um, packages of three months too, if you want help with getting your social media consistent and in the zone.